Sorry. For now. Yes, we see the VC guy. They don't. We come back and collect. You be ripping off. We ain't ripping off shit. Who feel like they're ripping something off? We was the very first people to die for this red, white, and blue. Yeah, that's right. It was a soul brother. Christmas addicts at the motherfucking Boston Massacre. We've been dying for this country from the very get. Hoping one day they'd give us our rightful place. All they give us was a foot up our black asses. Fuck that. I say, the USA owe us. We built this bitch. So what you saying, blood? I'm saying, we repossess this gold. Like they about to come repossess your cash, your convertible now. <laughs> we repossess this gold for every single black boot that never made it home. Every brother and sister stolen from Mother Africa to Jamestown, Virginia, way back in 1619. We give this gold to our people. Feel that? You feel it? Now let's bury our call. Thought of Ali in the middle of the yard. In his elder years, drawing from his victories and his losses. At that moment, I realized something new about this, the greatness of Ali and how he carried his crown. I realized that he was transferring something to me on that day. He was transferring the spirit of the fighter in me. He was, he was transferring the spirit of the fighter to me. He was transferring the spirit of the fighter to me. Sometimes you need to feel the pain and sting of defeat to activate the real passion and purpose that God predestined inside of you. God says in Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Graduating class, hear me well on this day. When you at this day, when you have reached the hilltop and you are deciding on, on next jobs, next steps, careers, further education, you would rather find purpose than a job or a career. Purpose crosses disciplines. Purpose is an essential element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. Your very existence is wrapped up in the things you are here to fulfill. Whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. When I dare to challenge the system that would relegate us to victims and stereotypes, no clear historical backgrounds, no hopes of talent, when I questioned that method of betrayal, a different path opened up for me. The path to my destiny. When God has something for you, it doesn't matter who stands against it. God will move someone that's holding you back away from a door and put someone there who will open it for you. If it's meant for you, 
refugees. But if you're willing to take the harder way, the more complicated one, the one with more failures at first is success. The one that has ultimately proven to have more meaning, more victory, more glory, then you will not regret it. Now. <laughs> the light of new realization shines on you today. Howard's legacy is not wrapped up in the money that you will make, but the challenges that you choose to confront. As you commit to your past, press on with pride and press on with purpose. God bless you. I love you, Howard. Howard Webb. This is not up for debate. We're back. Once again, it's on. This is not up for debate. What up, Tom? My bad. I was still muted. That was good, Brandon. That was really good. I like it. Thank you, guys. I wanted to talk about that Howard speech, but that was definitely important. To put in there, I like that you did that. Yeah, man. I uh, the last couple of days I've been like just listening to a lot of that speech and just other conversations that he's had. And uh, man, you really don't know what you have until it's gone. You know, like you really don't appreciate like the moment. I don't think we do that enough. And that's and I think that's the part that sucked because with yeah. Chad, we I think we did right. Like I think we recognize like. I think we knew how yeah, great we, he you, was, but we thought we, he was going to be here longer. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, I think that's the part that sucks. I think there was other people. I think there was other people that like didn't really acknowledge what was happening. You know, what I'm saying, given like the impact of the Black Panther. I know there was people that was like, you know, Black Panther was fine. You know, you know, and you know, but like, you know, I don't think they realized just the impact that it was having on us and what it meant to us in that moment. But we did. You know, what I'm saying like when. You know, me, Karen, and others, we went opening night to go, you know, we drove where we were drove to fucking Connecticut to go see it. Yeah, I think, yeah. In the snow. It was, we went it was to snow- another state it was, in it a was, snowstorm. It was in a snowstorm. We went to go see it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. You know crazy. what I'm saying? So, like, we instantly caught it, you know. It's just that I think the thing we take for granted is just, if there's anything that we take for granted, it's just, like, you know, our mortality. Yeah. Yeah. And also not realizing what people are going through. Like, you never know what people are going through. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big takeaway, too, is, like, perspective. Yeah. The way that we look at these public figures on TV and, you know, you know, like, you know, when you think, like, when you think about the people that be like, oh, they're fine, you know, saying they, you know, they, they, they play ball, they're fine, they're in Hollywood, you know, saying they, nobody ever, nobody ever questions their well-being, you know, as long as that they're, in, they're on our TV screen, you know, we don't, that's all we, care we, about. we don't, we don't give it a, we don't give it a real second thought, you know. And, you know, for those who don't know, you know, if you've been living underneath a rock, uh, we're talking about the tragic passing of um, one of the brightest stars in Hollywood, brightest young black stars in Hollywood, Chadwick Boseman, who was pretty much in the prime of his career. And, you know, he he lost a battle with colon cancer um, a few days ago. And, you know, it rocked us. Yeah. And uh, I 
when when I got the alert on my phone, like I literally just like stopped. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What is this? Like, what is happening?" Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, I got the alert from. I'm sorry, I called you Karen earlier. I got the alert from Hillary. Um, yeah, like she sent in a group chat, and I was washing dishes. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, I almost dropped my phone in the sink. Like, it popped up on my phone, and I like because I always get notifications from like news and stuff, and it just popped up on my phone. I like read it, and I was like, "What?" I like literally yelled, "What?" Yeah. And yeah. like, I was just like speechless. I was like stunned. And just seeing, like, the responses, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, seeing a bunch of white people refer to him as a king does something to my heart a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I said, I just, I was just like, wow, like, like these white people are referring to him as king. Like, shit. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I, I just, I instantly thought of the kids. Like, like ima- uh, yeah. imagine when we were kids. Like, say, God forbid, we heard something happen like Toby Maguire. Listen, I'm not going to front. When Christopher Reeves died, I was sad. And he was mm. Superman to me when I was a kid. Right, yeah, but he and, was. And that wasn't like this, yeah. though. And, yeah. I, and I don't want to downplay the tragedy of him. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, that was later down the line. Yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. about, like, in like in his prime. he's in his prime. He like you know what I'm saying like Black Panther two was like you know just a few years away. You know, so like I don't, I can't remember the last time like something like this happened. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to compare yeah, deaths. Yeah, like, it's, I don't you know, to. I don't want to go yeah. down that road. But like you know, what I'm, I'm just like I said. I just think about the kids. Like you know, what I'm saying like that's a lot of kids' heroes. Like when you like you know, and when you think about superhero, like when you think about superhero like movies and stuff, right? Why do those movies get made? To draw the attention to of sell like, toys, yeah, yeah, simply to sell toys. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying like that, and that was and Black Panther. It changed that game. You know, what I'm saying when you think about all the toys that was sold over the years, not just yeah. comic book toys, but like Barbies and yeah, GI Joes. Yeah. You know, they usually put the the white dolls and stuff in the front. You know, what I'm saying like nobody wanted a Falcon toy. Nobody wanted yeah. a, nobody wanted a roadie toy. You know, what I'm saying like. You know, and like Black Panther comes along, it changed everything. It pushed the paradigm. You so know, I was saying? I was so hyped when I was walking through Barnes and Nobles and I saw like the little golden books. Remember those books? Yeah. Like we all had them mm-hmm. as kids. Like there's like Black Panther. Like and I bought them. And I was like so stoked. I was like, yeah, I get to like share this with my son. And then there's this like, yeah. it, it was just awesome for like all the right reasons. It was awesome, you know. Yeah, and, it, and I, I don't want things to get lost. I think we're talking a lot more about Black Panther than we are Chadwick. Well, I'm just trying to. T- I was just going to let well, you guys I was, go. I was, trying to circle, I, think, I was trying to circle around to like. Yeah, just I was trying to circle around important. to that. You know what I'm saying? But I mean that. I mean, you know that is important to bring up. But like, I, I was going to say because that a lot that, of that credit. Go ahead. I was going to just say a lot of that credit goes to Chadwick Boseman and what he fought for. You yeah. know what I'm saying? As far as like what he what he brought to the character. I remember when we was talking about. When when we had our Black Panther review a few years ago, you know, saying yeah, I know me and you. I'm not trying to call you out or anything, Brandon. Me and you was going on like you know, going back and forth about like how good it actually was and like oh yeah, how yeah. How, how good Chad actually was. And one thing I brought up was the accent. You know, what I'm saying like that was something he had to fight for. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying like he had to like he fought to have to give him like you know an actual African accent. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I'm saying and. He made that happen, and you know it's just those little subtle things that he does with his, you know, with his art, you know, what he subtly brings to all his roles. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying not not just Black Panther. Well, I just I don't know. Ever since like after watching the 
Hot Blood to like that. I think we might have even talked about it here. I called it um, his best role. Well, I, I instantly I, said I, it was I, his I, best role. I don't. I don't know if I if I we talked about this. Just him kind of like in this like savior role that he's like he's in like this this black savior role. That's kind of what he's been really. That's been his pocket for like yeah. his last like five years. And like you know, look, it, it just. It just it's, it almost makes you think that like nothing happens like it, like everything happened for a reason. Yeah, like you know like like all like every like every one of these roles feels like you know every actor has like that one role that they, you just know they were born to play. He has like five of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it yeah. feels like he was born to play Jackie Robinson, James, uh, James Brown, Brown uh, T'Challa. You know, and and even Storm and Norman. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. And it's I text y'all too. It's just spooky. Like I said, I I personally feel like Storm and Norman's his best role, um, and like and just the essence that he have in his movie. And like and then when I think about what's going on exactly right now, it's just very and like, what he represented in that movie. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And it feels like he's going to represent that now in like real life. You know, what I'm saying it's it's kind of sad, but you know. I just, you know, I, I I know everyone's talking about it, but just the, you know, the strength of him to be able to like he he went through this, but like, and no one knew about this, like, no and, and like in a day where, in a, in a time where like everything is out there, the fact that this was like, I per- I, that's just been really just. I like, per- I personally not to like get off on a tangent or get off the rail, but I personally believe Marvel knew they had to have known something. Um, I did see I, I did see something where they they knew about I, it. Like but, yeah. I think because I think that's the only thing that explains the twenty twenty two release date for Black Panther two. Like Marvel usually does sequels oh, like, two two years apart. I don't know why they do anything. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like f- four years to give a sequel to like one of your biggest movies of most impact. You're easily your most impactful movie all the time. Like you waiting for. I, I think they knew, but we can get. Yeah, back. I don't know. But that aside. Yeah, because those movies are—they're on a different time schedule. I wouldn't say that because those time those timetables was put out yeah, before they, they, even the movie they kept came moving, out. Yeah, once they got the Fox shit, things moved around again too. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I I don't know if those two things correlate. It could be, but I don't think that's possible. But I I, I just don't like. I think obviously, Black Panther will be his legacy in general like that 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 is like his defining like a lot of actors they pass away and they don't have that defining role like that's obviously his defining role mm-hmm. um that is coupled with like a lot of other things that he did i think um the, one of the big things that, like takeaways from this like i i woke up to the news i i fell asleep early that night and so i was like shocked by seeing it because everybody's talking about it but one of the big things um to me, when you have something like this as tragic happens, it's not like the person passed away. And I think what was shocking for most people is like when somebody passes away suddenly like that, it's like, oh, they were in a car accident or this happened. Yeah. We think of like, you know, this was like um, more of a tragic thing because knowing that that person passed away suffering from um, something that's like like cancer, uh, it it's it. it, it it's, it hits you a different way. It's like the, the impact is a little bit different because you felt like you wasn't able to, you know, um, we, we think that celebrities belong to us. So we want to share that, you know, yeah. with people. So that part of, I, you see a lot of fans feeling like that was taken away from them. Like, oh man, I wish we would have known. But at the same time, like that, that shows you that he wasn't doing it for like, you, you have a lot of people that use their sickness as a part, like it, it's part of their character. almost. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm going through this. Um, not to say Magic Johnson does that, but they use it as like, Hey, if I could, deal with HIV then you could get through your day it's like motivation what he chose to do is just like I'm a, I'm a you know be strong for myself I'm he's not, not, he's not doing this for everything him. else he's yeah. not gonna let that define yeah, him. It, yeah it doesn't define him it is he, he it, it doesn't define his career now we think back and it's like he did all these things with 
but at the same time, like that was strange. So I, I think just knowing that he he passed away from something like you know cancer and and, and kind of having that tough battle at the end was um, inspirational. But at the same time, it, it's a little bit sad, and I think that's why it hit people the way it did because it was just like damn, all of a sudden, and we didn't even know he had cancer. Um, uh, it, that was my takeaway from a lot of it. And, and yeah, like obviously Black Panther was a defining role for a culture. I know you keep bringing up the kids, but I think it had more impact on adults. Like I'm around yeah. a lot of kids in my neighborhood. I know they mention a thing, but more adults talk about it than anything. I think it, it's okay to say that too. Like, yeah, it, it meant something to kids, but not the way it did f- for that Black culture at the time. I mean, people were taking, there's stories out there and you just do a simple Google search. You don't even have to dig deep. People having a reception at the Black Panther, um, <laughs> people dressing up, wearing dashikis, getting their hair done. It was like an outing, you know? There's all sorts, it was like, that was a thing. You heard people like, oh, I'm gonna take my mom, I'm gonna take this person, uh, going out multiple times. It meant something to a, a culture, a representation is big. Um, it, it was different. Um, I always think about the flip side too, we don't talk about it, but like, there's people that's like big time comic fans, and I know Brandon, you, you could kind of feel me on this one. There's huge comic fans, huge Marvel fans, that's like, yo, I'm gonna see every movie. There's a lot of racist comic fans too. Oh, most <laughs> so when racist. Black Panther come up, came out, I wanted to know what was their th- their train of thought. Like, yo, they couldn't I, say we've seen the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, they, we they he was like, we've seen the rest of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've seen the rest of them. We might as well go to this one. Yeah, and they just <laughs> had, all right, fine. Let's they, go. Listen, they had they had to enjoy it in the closet. <laughs> I guess we got to go to this one, Nancy. <laughs> yeah. And I bet you all I'm going to be lost when when Infinity War comes out. <laughs> I bet you all the motherfuckers were clapping just like everyone else was watching. Oh that man, shit. the stories of people. I heard one story. I was reading the stories about people that's talking about their experience when they went to go see Black Panther. Um today, the guy, I guess he had his phone on, so the lady like hit him was like, "Yo, turn your phone off." And he was like, "I he's like, I'm a doctor, you know, like I, I need to have my phone on at all times." And then he nudges the guy, just the guy telling the story. He's like, then the guy nudges me. He's like, yo, I ain't no doctor. He's like, I'm actually a barber. <laughs> he's like, but, but I'm a surgeon with these hands. <laughs> he's like, this is my third time seeing this movie this week. <laughs> like, it, it's just like, like black people, man. I, I love when we into something, we, we, we go all in. Uh, the experience was different than anything we we lifted uh t'challa up and we lifted up uh chadwick boseman for playing that character we he became like that was his defining role and i know you said he was at his you know he was just kind of hitting his stride he was in his prime and, and i agree but i also think that was the beginning of what we like that was just the beginning i felt like he was going to go up from there um he was going to get better roles he was yeah. going to get better yeah, uh, yeah the best airtime he was a superstar after that um People talk about like his Howard thing. I, I wanted to talk about that. Thanks to Brandon for playing that. That meant a lot going to Howard. Um, from what I read, it kind of helped him mold his artistic skills. He learned how to be a writer. He was a writer. Um, a play. And um, another thing that he did was like he went to school with Oates. Um, so they went to school together. They were close. And Ooh, wait, say that um, again. You broke up. He, he went, went to school, school with um, Tallahassee Coates. Oh, okay. They went to school. Um, so they, they were, they were good friends. Um, 
he owned bars out in LA. Like, you know, there's a lot about him that we're reading now that he was just kind of quiet and I can respect that uh, as a person that tries to keep some separation from my, my family. Um, I respect the way he did that. Um, and he just kind of went about his business. So there's a, it's, it's a lot with him and I'm, I'm sure we're going to learn more yeah. over the course of time. And it, it is sad. It's, it's a tragic thing. And, but his legacy will live on. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's for, I know we cracked on the movie, like being basically the Lion King, but it also meant a lot, you know, being that it was all black and it is a beautiful movie. And I remember first seeing that poster and it's just nothing but black stars yeah. in that poster. Yeah. And I actually have the poster in my house. I think, you seen it right, Brandon. Yeah, we, yeah. we have it in our in our movie room. Um, we have that post up, and it's for a reason. It, like representation matters. Um, and, and you know, it just it, it just feels funny, man, having to say that. Yeah. R.I.P. Chadwick. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I was speaking about the Howard thing, though. When he went to Howard, he got um, what's his name? Denzel Washington like helped him through mm-hmm. his Howard experience. Like I guess gave a donation for, his for tuition. tuition. Yeah. Um, so that's like a nice story, another story that just like we didn't really know. Well, I think we did know, but like it's just bring, um, really coming talked up. About. Yeah, it's yeah. coming up again. Um, but just like the like little tidbits of like stories that we're hearing now that just like. And I know. think like you said, I think we're just going to keep hearing more things. Yeah. More, <clears throat> you know, more stories that's going to build the legend. Mm-hmm. So Chadwick, thank you. Yeah. Um, do we want to stay? And <sighs> do we want to kind of stay in this pocket and just kind of uh, uh, yeah. give our, our condolences mm-hmm. to had a few other losses sure. as well? Yep. Well, John Thompson um, yeah. from uh, Georgetown, DC legend. Yep. Coach Patrick Ewing, uh, Allen Iverson. <clears throat> he was the first black coach to win an NCAA championship. Yeah. And. Um, I don't know if you guys know much about Georgetown, but Georgetown's like an elite school, mm-hmm. um, elite uh, school people go to for uh, law degrees, and a lot of big time lawyers come out of um, Georgetown. Very uh, political school um, as far as like having involvement in politics, and without you know saying, but it's pretty much predominantly white, you know, um, school. But when he came there as the coach, I guess in the late 70s or whatever um he was a high school coach it doesn't happen like that anymore where it's just basically come from high school and become a coach but he's big in dc he turned that into a black basketball program um and he had in a white school and people don't realize that because they see the basketball team and they think like oh georgetown's like a hbcu or something but it's (laughs) it's really not (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah exactly big time um and one of the things was he was like, they let him run the program the way he wants to run the program. And he ran it basically. He chose the coaches and everything up until he like pretty much passed away. He had a big time influence on it. He was also on the board of Nike, uh, board of directors. So he was doing his thing. Oh, um, yeah, he had a big, he walked with a big stick, man. I would say that, um, or carry big stick. Um, another, uh, another thing was that he graduated and I just wanted to get to this point. Um, he graduated something like 96% of his athletes. Oh, yeah, wow. Like that was his thing that. of bringing them in. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that was the reason why he was bringing them in. And that was his gift, like the way he was going to give back. I'm going to recruit these black athletes, pull them and off the street, sure people graduate. like, and make sure they graduate 96%. Um, Damn. So shout Damn. out to him. Shout out to his whole family. It's, it's, I know his son. Air horns? Yeah. Give them the air horns. 
<laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Yeah. Can we do that after we go through everyone? <laughs> oh. No, I want to give a shout out to the black people that graduated right. yeah. from Georgetown. Yeah. Yeah. That's your easy. To the black people. Yeah. Um. So. Sh- oh, you want to keep going? No, I'm good. Um, so I just. I, I was just running down the people that passed away this week. Um, Cliff Johnson was a former player for the Portland. Robinson. Oh, what did I say? Johnson. Oops. Johnson. Cliff Robinson. Hell, Sorry. Somebody grab that board from us. Cliff board. Robinson. No board. <laughs> I know. Brandy keeps giving up the board. I don't know why. Yeah, chill, 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 chill. <laughs> She's um, next week. She's next week we're gonna have to um, ride with with Paul. We got to try something different. No, stop. <laughs> you can't cut me out so easily. It's uh, been a couple weeks. Yeah. No, let her continue. We like we we best be fucking it right now. Who else? Okay, so Cliff Robinson was a former player for the Portland Trailblazers. He was fifty-three, and then um, the Arizona coach was it Luke or Lute Olson? I don't. No, know. I didn't hear about yeah, that. I don't, I don't know who that is. Oh, I don't well, know I mean, who that is. I mean, I know condolences. But I don't know who that is either, but I just know that one of the oh. basketball games they um, posted his picture. Mm. Um, for RIP, he was 85. RIP to him. Yeah. RIP to everybody. Yeah, yeah RIP to everyone that passed away this week. I was saying before we started, I feel like every time we record, um, we have to talk about people that pass away, and that sucks. Yeah. But yeah. But we seized the day. <sighs> mm-hmm. It is what it is. I guess. So, what do you want to jump into next? Um. Brandon, you had some stuff too, right? I just I see a lot of stuff. I did. Breaking news though, before you go forward, they said like The Rock and his entire family tested. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I was like, well, you would. I mean, I guess that makes sense. It was like a couple of weeks he wasn't working out, so that was probably why. That's now he's forced to stay home with his wife <laughs> and his kids and his and his so horrible. quote unquote his quote unquote business partner yeah quote unquote. <laughs> yeah there was when the when the quarantine first started I saw I saw the Rock was doing a video for his like tequila mm-hmm. and um, you can tell he was so like awkward and out of place because he was doing it at home and his kids kept like interfering <laughs> and he looked just looked like he was so out of place on like what to do and he was like trying to be cool and be the Rock on camera. But also uncomfortable by the situation of his daughter just running in and out, and he had no control over it. Yeah, I think he low key hates his family. <laughs> it's fucked up. I don't really, I don't follow his family. You remember, you remember, you remember in Game of Thrones <laughs> when Renly Baratheon, when he was trying to like become king, and like homegirl Margie was trying to like have sex with him. And he was like, Ugh, "You're so I uh, just, beautiful." I, uh, listen, but he's like, "We're too, I, like that's how I picture the Rock." At as, home. as much as I love the Rock, I feel like he does way too much shit. Like, especially on social media, like, he did, like, some shit for his, like, his wedding, and then I'm just like, damn, bro. Yeah, like, I just beg to ask, are we sure he's happy? I don't know, man. Like, I don't even know if, it, I question if it's real or not. I do question it sometimes, and then yeah, I'm like, maybe he, I'm just hating. He, he does know. a lot of shit, but he doesn't do a lot, a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, do we want to get into that? Uh, one day we will. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, starting to feel that way. Just keep an eye on that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He does a lot of shit, but there's a lot of shit that he won't say or do. Yeah. Oh, so facts, he, he, facts. Mm. Um, and, and I don't like I don't like niggas like that. I just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so I, he's been turning me off a couple weeks. I actually unfollowed him. A he's, couple he, weeks ago, though. He's did, he did what? 
I, I, he's been turning me off personally, so I unfollowed him a couple yeah, weeks ago. But he Not put, that he cares. I mean, he has 200 million followers, <laughs> he, he, but it matters to me. No, it was something. You. It was something he said in response to when all the um, all the pro teams were, um, you know, you know, not playing and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it definitely felt like he was doing it just to like pander you know, to pander. And he was just like, oh, and, you know, in in solidarity with everyone, we're going to hold off our launch or whatever. But it wasn't, it was just like, we're just going to push it off to another day. It's like, are you really saying anything when you make comments like that? Right, right, just right. Like, he was just like, oh, stuff's happening. Yeah, so, yeah. So I'll move this back. And, right. then, and then when Chadwick passed, I don't know. I'm just looking at a lot I mean, of he never had the mask on huh? in his pictures. He's never had a mask. <laughs> never. He's fucking in the gym working out when gym is supposed to be closed. Getting on the fucking planes and shit. Yeah, mm, yeah. A lot of rich people are doing that still. I unfollowed a lot of them. Sons of bitches. I'm sorry. Uh, We're getting real dark, guys. Um, That's what you got to do on this podcast. We got to stop trying to be fucking so political. Oh, why? You want to be... What do you want to do? You want to be an asshole? That's what we do best. We want to be us. Okay. <laughs> like, like, real. Darkness is. No, darkness is. You don't. Wow, Brandon. What? All right. <laughs> so I think it's official. We had a we had a pre-production. No, balls on the board next week. Don't fucking bully me. Don't fucking bully me. Balls on the board next week. I was condemning Brandon because we had a pre-production meeting about our dark our dark segment. <laughs> we, we had it. What are you talking about? Why didn't you hit it? You hit something else. No, he did hit it. No, I, 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 I didn't. I wasn't talking. I was waiting for the other one that I suggested. No, don't press it now. All right. You know what I'm saying? We gotta wait. Now we gotta wait for the moment. The moment's passed. All right. Well. Okay, well, we're going to stay here. We need, I thought we need was, cue cards. Yeah, I, man. <laughs> so I thought this was fascinating. I'm seeing shit about it, but not too much. Um, U.S. Marshals find 39 missing children in just two weeks mm-hmm. down south. In Georgia. Yeah. Nobody's uh, talking about it. Not a fucking word. Somebody did come hey. up. Somebody, it was some celebrity that came out and said something. I forgot. Uh, shit, it's off the top of my head. It's, it's usually a handful of celebrities yeah, that will yeah. say something, but yeah. not enough. Right. There's like a few people that are mentioning it, but it's not... It should be like in the mass media. So, so this was like they're saying that this was like a, a, almost a miracle. These, so this is a quote from um, one of the uh, agents. These missing children were considered to be some of the most at-risk and challenging recovery cases in the area, based on indications of high-risk factors such as victimization of child sex trafficking, child exploitation, sexual abuse, physical abuse. And medical or mental health conditions, like so, these kids were like almost dead to rights, gone. Mm-hmm. They were expecting, and through the fucking, I'm assuming due diligence and fucking dedication of the U.S. Marshals, they fucking found them. Rounds of applause for the U.S. Marshals for saving those fucking children. So I wonder how they found them. So my question is, and I don't know if this is cynical or not, but is this being even in the news, is this part of like a political thing? No. Uh, I don't think so. Because it's not boasted enough. Yeah. Like, where did you read that? <clears throat> huh? Where did you read Where did you read your news? Uh, off uh, thehill.com. I mean, the hill is pretty political, but... Um, no, it I would be on mainstream. Yeah, I feel like if everyone was talking about it, then it would be. Right. It would be more political, but I don't think. 
I just think it's 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 crazy that like the world is still being fucking evil with all. It's an evil world we live in. It is. It's it's just like that story just came out of nowhere, and it was, was just it, like it holy was this shit. Past week? I was last week. Oh, last week. In the last week. And I, I don't know. It may speak to the normalization of it. Like, you know, especially here in New York, you see that happen all the time. Like, I, see, yeah. I feel like every other week I'm watching a video of some guy trying to abduct a little girl on a train and, you know, saying. Or like, even like people like posting things like, be careful. Like, when you're in Target, there's like guys going around. Or I heard something like a few weeks ago that was like, um, be careful. Like, when you go to the beach, because there's like dudes that are just like lurking around. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, yeah. being a woman dudes are always lurking so around. <laughs> yeah, but it just seems like they're they don't give a fuck right now. Yeah. Um, because I think there's a lot of dog whistling going on for people like that, where that seems like that's okay. I wouldn't say it's that it's not that it's okay, but it's not like a, they they don't look at it as like being a big thing, and um, we don't pay enough attention to it. So you may have, like I said, like a handful of people, like friends and maybe celebrities, that post about. Like, you know, um, sex trafficking, which is big and huge in a lot of states. And you don't have enough attention on it. And it's a a real thing. Like, I mean, people out here abducting 16-year-olds, 15-year-olds from high school, making them work, um, sometimes even younger. And a lot of these females are becoming pregnant or ended up dead or raped somewhere. So we don't talk about that enough. We don't work. I mean, I've seen here out there. In New York, but a lot of stores are putting up signs about sex trafficking, like, and it's yeah. paid for by the state. Which that was the first time I started seeing it. It was like it started right before COVID, so a lot of the stores still have it, but they've been replacing the signs with COVID signs, mm-hmm. um, like wearing a mask. But I'm feeling like we could do two things at once. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, it, need to be fucking vigilant right now, man. Right. And I, I just don't think we pay enough attention to that, and everybody's not involved. But um, I, I did see that story breaking up. Glad you brought it up because mm-hmm. there's some important shit that every now and then we have to bring up to awareness of the people, whether it's 20 people listening, 200 or 2,000. Yeah, um, we did like, our part. Like, like, where the fuck are those mis- are those kids from those fucking detainment centers? Mm. Where, exactly, where, or the kids that they separate from the mothers? Yeah, yeah where the fuck? Like, we, no one's talking about that. No one is saying anything about where the fuck these kids are or who's helping these families find their fucking children. Yeah. It's just, I feel like there's just so many things that are going on that, like, not that we should be, we shouldn't be concentrating on that, but just things keep piling up. Yeah. And it just, other things get overshadowed, which it shouldn't, but it's, it's, that's like the sad reality that. It's just, yeah, we have a, no, it's, we have a lot on our plate already. Yeah, we can domestically. only so much. Dem- you know yeah. what I'm saying? To, like... The one thing you do see is about that one pervert, uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. I don't know if you guys know who that is. No. He is the president of Liberty College University. Okay. Okay. Um, He's the one that had to step down, but he was like, psych, I ain't step down. But he was in the news because I guess he admitted to like, so I don't know if you guys know what Liberty College is. So Liberty College is like this huge like it has one of the largest endowments in the United States, um, but it is how would you say it? Very conservative, like super on. And he's one of the big donors to like the Trump campaign, RNC, shit like that. He, he was even speaking at conventions the last time. Um, so it's a big deal on their side. 
but he was uh, admitted to allowing his wife to have sex with the pool guy like legit was the pool guy mm. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, and he liked he liked to watch and so what? and going to like uh sex clubs all of that and which they frown upon you know obviously because the school's like like christian base all this stuff i actually know people that like went to that school because of like oh they stand for you know the right they stand for conservatism i'm like man fuck that school i was like y'all niggas is freaks just like everybody yeah, else and crazy. guess what i was i was fucking right the fucking <laughs> chancellor of the school president whatever you want to call him is the biggest freak out so he was he's been in the Seven news days a lot a week <laughs> looking for that wap <laughs> Yeah, there's some, some sick motherfuckers Wednesday, out there. It's Wap Wednesday, by the way. Wap Wednesdays? Yeah, apparently. I, I don't even know. What, I mean, I know what that means, but I don't even know. I don't want to know what that means. I like, don't know. I just I just saw it on the timeline. I don't know. Wap Wednesdays. I, I didn't see it. I, I didn't see that. Who are you Wednesdays, calling? <laughs> Your friends. Damn. <laughs> My friends put out Wap Wednesday? Mm-hmm. All y'all friends. Uh, anyway, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we didn't come up with our list. We, we'll do that next. Do you week. have anything else that you wanted to discuss? Um, no, I'll let you guys do something. I got, I got one other thing. Falls on Instagram. So. Um, Meg the Stallion did You're usually her. On Instagram. <laughs> you said what? You're usually on Instagram instead of on a board. <laughs> oh shit. Give the drums. Hit the drums. Oh, so Meg the Stallion, wow. she had a live show on Title the other day. Um, it is was this, like, is this news that we're reporting? I missed it. You didn't see it. I, no. was, I was at work. You could have still I, I, watched I, it after. Uh, yeah, but I seen I, it. Yeah, I, I was cool. Not, not, I'm, I'm kind of with these guys too. Yeah. I seen it, but why are we bringing it up? I don't know. Whatever. Never mind. No, to give us Let's, a play-by-play. How was it? No, it was good. No, I we don't want it. a play-by-play. <laughs> no, on. I'm just mentioning. What else you got on your list? What, what shoes were she wearing? I feel bullied right now, and I don't like that. Why? You brought you, it up. <laughs> you brought it up, and we was like, well, two people didn't see it. I okay, saw it, and I just don't it. think it's. All right, what do and you, you got? Don't feel like I, it's necessary to discuss. Let's talk about Adele thinking she's Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> nice transition. Boy, rude boy. That's when you need the air horn. That's been perfect. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get that air horn. No. Okay, was, she, so, was she high? <laughs> probably. So she posted a picture. She posted a picture on Instagram with Bantu knots, of Jamaican flag bikini top, and leggings. And some feathers, um, I guess, trying to celebrate a carnival in um, England. I guess they have right. carnival. There's what? a lot of there's a lot of like Jamaicans out there. In yeah, yeah, there are people out there. In no, there, there are Jamaicans are everywhere. Indi- it doesn't mean West- nothing. True. There's a lot yeah, of West Indians exactly. <laughs> in England. Period. London. Um, I just wanted to know everyone's thoughts on that because I think that it was a little cringeworthy. I think that if you want to celebrate someone else's culture or <laughs> give a shout out, you did not need to put your hair in bantu knots and wear a friggin' like I just don't get it. You know what that's? I mean, uh, she could have waved right. the flag and been like, so, you know, so I'm looking, shout out I'm, to my. Jamaicans out there. I'm I don't look, know. I'm looking at this picture, right? Yeah. And and maybe I'm shooting her bail that she doesn't need, right? But looking at this picture and looking at her face and just reading her body language, I feel like she was put up to this. 
Like she doesn't look, she doesn't, she doesn't look comfortable. She, no, she looks no, like like she knew no, it was a bad I, idea. I 100 disagree. No, here's, Me too. here's what I took from it. She's just a bird. She is a bird at heart. You know, saying like, what do birds usually do? You know, say especially when they, you know, they, they they lose weight, they fill in themselves. You know, she looked in the mirror one day. She probably looked at herself for like a whole ass hour straight. You know, saying she's getting black dick, and she's probably the type to fucking like like uh like you know. Like do the shit that their man oh, do. Commit, just you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my man likes to wear a lot of flannels. So guess what? I'm gonna start wearing a lot of flannels. She I definitely seems like that, that type. So like Anne and um. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Who's our last man? Her last man had. I'm her... pretty sure they already ran train on her. Facts. <gasps> like, wow. This oh, is no, 100. percent 100. percent 100. percent They ran train. On her. Absolutely. How many are there? Brazzers. Yeah. So definitely. <laughs> like, we gotta cut it down to two. Yeah, that's, that's like, like that's like, that's all I took from it. She's just, she's just, she's just a basic chick who's very good at singing. Who's cultural appropriate? You know, what I'm saying what was that chick you talked about, Tony, uh, the, at your job a few years ago? How she lost weight too, and all of a sudden she all she wants to do is dress naked all the time. Yeah, she still does. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Be, uh, Dell loves Beyonce. You can't simplify it to that. But let's just call call it what it is from time to time. <laughs> I know. Why can't we be right about that? Right. <laughs> I mean, you can be right about that, and I can like she, also be she right built, the fact she she boosting her self uh, self esteem, right? Yeah, that's all. That's all I took from it. It's cute. I don't think it's cute. No, it's yeah. I agree. It's not cute. Um, I was actually dis- disturbed. <laughs> I, I, I actually like something about it just didn't rub me the right way. Like I don't like anything about that picture. Um, I'll give her. A, I mean, she I, it looks like she was at one of those like cheesy cookout. It, like the background looked a little suspect too. Like she should have yeah. been there. Do you think she brought no. chairs to that function? <laughs> but I will give her a pass. I'm gonna like give one pass at her back in her back. I mean, she didn't. But. She didn't go full Madonna and like get her butt done and like you mm-hmm. know saying try twerking or anything we don't like know. that. Yeah, we, we don't she probably know does. That. We she don't know does that. that. She probably does that for Skepta at home. But until we see it <laughs> on, until we see it on the TMZ, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I like I'm, I. Just, I think we should cut her. Some she slack. does look like Ricky cut her a little bit. What if he asked her to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm sure saying. He did. And what she was he... more than happy to do it because she's a bird. Supporting her man. Yeah. No, it doesn't give her a pass. No, yeah, just because someone asked you to do it doesn't. You mean know what that does? Bad. That means fuck him too. That's right? what that fuck means. <laughs> now there are a lot of corny niggas out there. I'm gonna come clean. Let's like, let's keep it a buck. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We don't have I know. to have that conversation. The... But there's a lot of corny niggas out there. Yeah. We gonna be the podcast that start exposing these corny niggas. Yeah. Like stop letting these corny niggas put y'all up to shit. Right. He's We're... a cornball. Allowing her. He probably took the picture. No, just I'm a man. There's quick. a lot of you know. There's a lot. You know what? Who were we saying that was corny the other last time? No, nah, there's a British niggas are could be corny. I, I say British, British niggas, niggas are corny. Oh yeah, I'm corny just, does not have any like continental barrier. No, it doesn't. It could be anywhere. I'm gonna shoot her some bail real quick. Um, the Lululemon <laughs> um, leggings are okay. That is something that's up their alley. The tie dye Lululemon. Yeah, that's that's fine. not a, that's not something that's We're talking exclusive about her to upper us. region. Yeah, I know. Brandon picked out the leggings. The leggings go. <laughs> the leggings go. We give her a pass on that. You good on that one, Adele? You keep the leggings. You even gotta if get rid just, of the fucking even top. Even if she could have just kept the, she could have worn the bikini top. She didn't have to. I feel like the hair is really that. Nah, guy. the bikini like, top is like the thing that I've, did it for me. I, yeah, was it the bikini. I, I think top? The, yeah, it was I, the hair. I think for she. Me. I think she had a different. Yeah, bikini the hair top. was we, definitely. Because we, we I feel like the hair is something I've seen Katy Perry do before, and nobody said anything. 
Like I, I'm, I'm almost sure. sure about I'm going to be honest with you. I don't give a fuck about Katy Perry. I'm just that, that's that's what I'm saying. Like I'm sure Let I've seen that on a, she had her kid. I've seen that on a white she chick did. before. I you know, like I said, I don't I don't I'm not looking too much into it. Yeah, it's goofy, but like Adele's always been invited to the cookout. She's always spoken up for us, and like you know, I think she's just I think she's I think she was just having fun with her you know her new black dick. That's all I that's all that's all I took that's all I took from it. All right, cool. Damn. <laughs> you love bringing shit up and then just hand waving it. <laughs> once, once, yeah, once, yeah. once it reaches a certain point that you're just like over it. Yeah, we discussed it. Now moving on. Okay. We are oh done. man, she thinks she's Molly from first take. <laughs> don't you don't want to be Molly. Is. You don't want to be Molly. That's, I love uh, Molly, but uh, Jalen Rose's Molly. wife. Yeah. Where's uh, Jalen Rose's wife? She's she was there too. Wrong with well, Molly. She, 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 I know. I, well, she, she's useless, but she looks good. I don't she's know if that's not good useless. She's the moderator. All right. Well, I don't. All right. Um, clearly not. Who Paul, I what do you got on your list? What do you got? I don't have a list. Your I'm, turn. I'm on Fanduel. You're an idiot. Yeah, All I'm right. Like, <laughs> um, so <laughs> circling back. <Yeah. laughs> your turn, Brandon. Yo, circling back. <laughs> no, it's Tone's turn. Tone, it's your turn to name a topic. Do you have anything? Oh man, mine should be like too intense. I feel like you guys be going with more of the Twitter repeat from the last week. I was Those trying to be, oh, a, I was trying to be a little light because we started out heavy. I, I, I be yeah, I'm, man. I, I only I had chat with on my list and like that's it. <laughs> I only have two more. I want to talk. Really so quick. we could talk about if you want to talk about some shit that's heavy. Let's let's talk about LeBron. Uh, ooh, 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 Okay, I found a topic. What? She right. never gave me time. Yo, okay, what? let him. Okay. you want to talk about LeBron so, and what? So after Damn, I, I mean, obviously this happened after after we had the last week's episode and the, the players had walked out. They had that players only meeting. LeBron mm. went there. He went in there. He was like, "Yo, y'all got a plan." They didn't have a plan. LeBron left, yeah. walked out. Was a big fucking thing. Um, LeBron goes back to the media out that yo I walked out because they didn't have a plan. Um, goes to the meet. He said he goes to the meeting the next time. He leaks again that they ain't have a plan. So I, I I came up with a plan. So it was a lot of I I I's with LeBron, not we, and come up. Um, Stephen A. reported that the young players in the bubble are fed up with LeBron. <laughs> um, that LeBron has this thing where he wants to be in front of this. So it's obvious that LeBron wants to be the guy. Mm -hmm. um, as far as this whole political thing um, going forward. He also leaked that he called Obama. I don't know if that was like a, a humble brag or or what. Who leaked that? Um, what, LeBron's guys. That oh, oh, oh. No, it was in Atlantic that LeBron's guy that he talks to. So obviously he talks to Brian Windhorst's fat fat ass. So if it comes from Brian, Brian Windhorst has a has a has his own room in LeBron's house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then there's another gentleman that works at um, the Athletic that also is a uh, they call him LeBron guys. Those are people that he speaks to directly to get his information out. Um, so. This thing with LeBron is is him against the younger players. So he's he has to understand like people like Jalen Brown, they're more radicals. Um, they have a big voice. I guess George Hill, he's still a little old, but he has a big voice. Um, LeBron said he felt like they were they were blindsided by the Bucks. The Bucks potential um, their actual plan was to forfeit the game. So that's why nobody knew what they were doing. They just stayed in the locker room. Uh, the the magic was out there. The magic was like, yo, we ready to play. At like, well, we don't want to look like assholes, you know, like like we weren't down for the movement. So once those two teams um, was like, yo, we're not playing, the rest of the league felt like, oh, we can't play our games either. 
So it kind of put everybody in a bind. LeBron didn't like that because he felt like it wasn't, it didn't go through him. LeBron got to understand that these players, like, yeah, they respect you for your basketball, but when it comes to like social justice shit, I get it. You want to be seen as the guy, but um, they don't see you as the guy and you should kind of go along with what the players is doing as a collective. It was going to be we, and it was a lot of I, I, I that was put out and they're obviously irritated. And a couple of reports reported that, that they're irritated with him. So I, I want to see what happens in the next couple of weeks as they're trying to get their demands met and they're trying to actually find a voice. Like LeBron wants to be Ali. He's too old for that. Muhammad Ali was a radical at like 24. LeBron 35. Listen, I- the radicals are young. I, yeah, but I have a problem with that. I like I want I want to agree with everything you're saying as far as like the camaraderie between LeBron and other players. But when I got hit with this piece of information, I don't I forgot which one of you um said it about how like there's barely any players in the NBA that's registered to vote. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when I hear when I hear that, that that takes it out of me like you know what I'm saying? Like that's what like I get why LeBron is fed up with these niggas. Like you know what I'm saying? So No, no, that's not LeBron's fed up with them. They're or fed up with him. Yeah. With him. Okay, but yeah, LeBron's doing. But here's the thing: the LeBron, LeBron's doing everything he has to do, and they have, they have, like, they have to step their game up. I'm sorry, I, that's just something I sh- we should have never heard. Like that should that should not be our that should not be the reality. You know, what I saying? get it, but that's separate guys, from leading a movement. Like, okay, but how you going? But like, but teams just and, and teams. So you're not continuing to read because teams just three teams just uh, fully registered. Okay, that's good. So all the Milwaukee Bucks are registered. Chris Paul put out. Um, he he came out last week and was like, "Yo, before we leave, everybody is going to get registered." So he already registered his whole team. So that could be done. That's a that's a okay. That's something that could get knocked out in a day. All right. And that has nothing to do with LeBron. He didn't put out the stat that nobody was registered. He didn't put out the the initiative to register people. It's okay to be like, "Yo, I, I, my thing was like, if LeBron's going to be a part of this thing, he he can't throw a tip and tantrum." Oh, you said he didn't do what to register people? I mean, he didn't come out with the initiative. That but wasn't his initiative. But but that's but like like but that's been his whole thing, right? Like fucking like opening no, up polling no, places and fucking like you yeah. Know, but that's separate. That's get, separate. I, I okay, get it. All right, y'all are talking about yeah. different things. All right. I, I think if they, I get what he's saying. Like yo, don't blindside me. I'm the face of the league type shit. Um, I helped us get down here. At least let me in on your plan. He's not technically wrong for that. But I'll also get the players feeling like, yo, we we don't have to run everything through you. Yeah. They're probably, you know, so there, I mean, there's got to be some discussion, but him, we can, while he's here, I think he should, I, like, who, who's the biggest person, he's the biggest athlete in the world, I think but, he should. But see, all right, so I, I think the only reason why I would have any, I, I would feel for the players is that they're stuck in a fucking bubble, away from their family, like, they're around these people all the fucking time, there's got, that has to play on your nerves, and you just not wanting to deal with a motherfucker when you're ready, like, how many people actually want to fucking be there right now? But are there? Well, because they all do. They, they, like, they, they, they all. Nah, a lot of them don't. A lot of them. I mean, they want to be there because their job. They want to play ball. Yeah, but they don't. But want they, don't want, they don't want to be there. And then to not. So, so you don't want to be there. And then you're dealing with this guy who kind of made the season come back. Then when the season was going, motherfuckers just stopped without telling anybody. And you just kind of feel like you're being like thrown around and being, you know what I'm saying, without any sort of control in, in what you have to say. So I think that frustration plays into it, I would think, just being stuck in a house for two months with my own family. <laughs> I don't know. Prob- yeah, that probably, could be, that but... could be a factor. But I think... Right. Like, but, I mean... Both I things could be right. Yeah. 
like I, like I said, I get him saying, "Low, I, I need to kind of know these things, or at least you know, put even the other teams like the Bucks was their plan was just like to forfeit the game, which would have said more. Like we're willing to lose because of this shit." And I agree with them too. It's like, yo, like they don't need to like run that by LeBron. Um, I think them saying they didn't really have a plan, like, all right, we all boycotted because the Bucks was like the whole plan wasn't for everybody to boycott. I think that's when they realized nobody had a plan. Like, all right, what's next? Are we should we just go back to work? Yeah, I think um, but and I, that's when he got upset. Yeah. He was like, Y'all did this shit and now y'all don't know what to do. And he walked out the room. Well, yeah, because that, I mean, it, that does, like, like by accident put him in a weird position because if he's like, we're not going to boycott, we're going to just play this game, it's going to make it seem like he's not down with what's going on. So, I mean. Right, and, and that's that, why I yeah. said I can understand both yeah. things. Yeah, it puts him in a weird situation. Yeah. 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 He he has to be more in tune with the younger players. I think people like Jalen Brown on, on the Celtics has a big voice, and he's articulate, and he's been doing good work. Um it's, it's a couple players out there and you kind of like those people move movements when you think about like historically how movements like that are kind of the younger people are usually the radical ones because they they're just enough like green on the outside to want to make bold changes where LeBron is already rich so he's yeah. going to be measured he's measured in everything he does he's not radical and um and I think it's best for him to kind of align with somebody young. I don't want to see him try to do some radical stuff. It doesn't come across. Like, they're already getting on his ass for reading the first page of Malcolm X last week. <laughs> like, like, dude, you're 36 years old. You just getting around to Malcolm X? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit that we do in high school. So, well, um, feel, so like, I feel, not everyone, but yeah. Well, I mean, at least watch the movie, nigga. <laughs> you know? I was like, say, yeah, you can just watch like, the come movie. Come on, LeBron, lie to me. <laughs> oh, I, fucking lie to me. I fucking love that movie. I'm like, clean exactly. Up. So saying you just I getting just, around to I it. I just watched that movie for the first time like a few months ago, and I now I've seen it like a million times. Wow. So it's like, a long I, fucking well, movie. Sorry. I, I think <laughs> on, I, I think I think this conversation might like kind of lead into like a bigger conversation of like. So let's fucking do it. Like you know, right now you know everybody's in a very kind of high tense state, just with the state of the world, right? And it it almost seems as if like we've been in, at such a high tension. Um, that for whatever reason, that shit is starting to kind of turn inwards on ourselves. And like, you know what I'm saying? And like, just how we're responding to other people who are allies, but who aren't necessarily like on the same wavelength as us. So it kind of creates further like, like separation. You know what I mean? So like, how do we, like, how do we balance that? How do we balance our frustration also managing like our expectations and like trying to like keep this movement going but also not alienating people to where you know after a while you you, you start feeling like fuck it like I, you know what i'm saying like like this sort of friction causes people to maybe kind of turn away or feel mm-hmm. as if like this shit isn't for them and then you start losing losing allies like how do we manage that because it's like I just Is see it, it everywhere. Is it our job to make allies comfortable? No, no, no I'm not. Ta- I'm not even talking about allies, but I'm talking about even within like the black community. Like I'm yeah, talking, you. you know, what I'm saying like there's like there's there's like conflicts between like groups and the you know what I'm saying. I'm not even talking about white people. I'm talking about just with amongst us. Mm-hmm. Like how do we keep it so that we manage our expectations, but also like expressing our frustrations with shit, but keeping everyone still together because this shit's like like this shit with like LeBron and these younger players. Like if this shit doesn't get checked, it could create a bigger problem. 
I think down the road, especially if this is how things are going to be for the foreseeable future, and now that sports are getting more vocal and, and, and them standing up as a collective and saying, hey, we have a power, you know, like, LeBron, we don't want to fuck with you, so we're not going to do what you want to do. Like, and you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit can eventually lead to fracturing this fucking unity that we have. So, like, how do we respond to that? I don't think it's going to get that bad in that regard, like, between, like, I mean, listen, that, we, didn't, we, we, we didn't think we'd be where we are right now. So I think at this point, we need to throw shit out the window and just say, listen, like, we got to be prepared for whatever. Yeah. Because right now, like, we are literally, like, I don't want to, all right, I don't want to be, like, a fucking conspiracy theorist or whatnot, but I'm t- there's something in my heart that's telling me, come fucking election day, shit's going to get crazy. And I think, I, I, what that crazy is, I'm not necessarily, sh- necessarily sure, but I just, I just feel like if we aren't, like, got our shit together... You know what I mean? Like, we might lose all this. If motherfuckers aren't voting... Like, I didn't know that these players weren't fucking registered to vote. That is crazy. Yeah, a lot is of, like, crazy. That's like, a lot of celebrities aren't, aren't registered to vote. Like, so, it's just like... I don't we, even think Cardi B's registered and we, to vote. We, and we, all the we, conversations she had with Joe Biden, I don't we think have, she's We have less than four... We have less than... <laughs> uh, Allegedly. Let's not say she's... We have, what, less than, like, 60 days to get this shit yeah, together? Yeah, like 60 days away. Like, like... I just I don't know I just you're like I, getting me really nervous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's just like, like he, he's bringing up good points. No, and like but you're he, true. That's not, a black, that's not a black. That's not a black. That's not something no, no, related but, to but just no, black no, people. No, 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 no. But I'm talking about us. I'm not talking about anyone else. I'm talking about right now. We we are on a, We are on the same page in a lot of shit. And we we do. There's a lot of power on our fucking side right now. But what I'm worried is that if we start bickering with ourselves. Over shit like this, like what's going on with these NBA players and 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 LeBron. I think that's just. I think those are just fundamental disagreements, which I think we we can have. Yeah, but Russell, that's what I'm saying is right now people aren't listening. So yes, these fundamental agreements, which maybe six eight months ago we could sit here and be like we could sit here and logically work this out. I don't know if that applies right now. People aren't thinking from logical from logical stances. Not a lot of people are. There are some. I'm just saying. I just think. I'm just. Need, I'm just trying to figure. Like, what? What exactly do we have to work out? I think we need to well, get, I, I get think our shit. Find a single accord and 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 being able to criticize and not criticize, but we don't do well with people telling us what to do or taking leadership. Our our culture, our generation. Everybody wants to be the. the is, we have too many chiefs and enough Indians. Uh, everybody's like, well, I'm gonna start my own plan. I'm gonna start my own this. I, I think, and it's hard to kind of find that one person to, to kind of rally behind, but uh, or rally behind. I I don't know what the NBA problem is. Obviously, I'm just reading what what has been put out, and it was kind of turned off with LeBron's, you know, individualism. Um, but down there, it has to be a collective of leaders and people just listening and trying to put their ideas together. You could have some young and you could have some old. It's not wrong. Like LeBron brings wisdom. He's been around for a little bit. Uh, Chris Paul obviously brings wisdom and leadership. Like Chris Paul's a natural born leader to the point where he's considered a dick. And why is he a dick? Because he, he chose to lead and point people in a certain direction. Um, but he gets shit done because he's been a president for the the players association for uh, pretty long. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Kyrie. We, we kind of look at what sometimes he says is like being goofy, but other than saying, yo, he might have a point and saying like, all right, let's bring him in and let's 
try to work through those ideas because there's going to be things like voting. They're going to be boulders, but just because they're boulders don't mean they can't be moved out the way. People like LeBron are, are going to be the people who move these boulders out the way. So you need people like LeBron. So there's going to be a need for that. LeBron has more juice than somebody like, um, who was I saying earlier? Like somebody like Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown can't call Obama. Not yet, but, Obama, but, but, but LeBron can so that, yeah, you got the ideas, you got a lot of people following you, but if you got some things that you need help with, come see, with, come talk to me. I can help you move, remove those barriers and not having an ego where it's just like, all right, you're going to come to me, you're going to start your own thing and I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. We could come together and use our resources together. That's abs- You're absolutely right. And, 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 that, and that's where we're using right now in that regard. I don't think we have much to worry about. Like, I don't see this big divide amongst, our, amongst I know, each but, other. Well, listen, like, if, if we don't, it's going to be catastrophic. If, I, I, I just don't see it. I, I think know, we're smarter I, than I, that. I think I we should give each other. Give ourselves more credit than that. If we're um, not, a lot yeah. of people are, are discouraged, though. Like, and, and a lot of people are t- told lies. I mean, I, I sent you guys the message the other day. They're calling people saying, oh, you can't do this. You can't vote mm-hmm. or do this, do that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, believe it or not, there's a lot of misinformation going on through social media, through a lot of stuff. Like, even my own mother. So it's not like we're we're smart enough. A lot, I want to keep saying a lot. There is a good amount of Black people that don't know how to decipher yeah like um good information versus bad or seek good information or understand it so some people really don't know how the voting process is they never voted they never see it as being um any results from it or being that monumental so this and that's most likely due to whatever oppression they were dealing with or whatever fucked up circumstances that was presented to them in the environment that they were in or they're just young and don't know what they're or that about. too if like, you're I young a, I don't it, know I, what they're it's not with. just being young it could be old too that's why yeah. my mother brings up shit sometimes and I'm just like nah that's not how that works and it's just because they just don't know you know, it's like they never went through, they never thought about this. It never meant that much to them. Like, they didn't give a shit if it was George Bush or, or, or Bill Clinton. Like, but now it means something. Now we're in a, a, a much more aware state where, okay, we should kind of know who your councilman is. You should kind of know who your police chief of your community is. Like, most, you, you'd be hard pressed five years ago to people knew who their fucking senators were for their state. And that's yeah, just being truthful, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and so it's not like just being young. There's old people that probably be like, I don't know who fucking represents me in my area. You know, that's not good. I don't know who my congressman is, you know, but as we can see, those people mean a lot. This is, you're talking about bills and, and, and all sorts of sneaky shit that's been going on the last two years, three years, four years since, uh, um, Trump's been in office. There's a lot of sneaky shit that he's been getting away with because we didn't put the right people in play to represent us. And now we're seeing how important that is to get those people in around, you know, not just the president, but also in Congress and also your police chief and your mayor and XYZ. Mm-hmm. Every position matters. And you got to consider who the fuck is getting into that position. Mayors control the police budget. Yeah. Not the president. Um, it, there's shit. I mean, we just got to smarten up and we use our platforms. And I've been saying this for a while now. And I felt like it's our duty to at least give people a little bit. If you want to fucking get people, it's like hiding the medicine in the candy type shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know we have our duty like every you know it's cool to have fun and shit but like it's all fun games till you fucking vote the retard again for the second time Mm -hmm. yeah so we have 60 days to um get fucking register yeah if you're not registered to vote and if you can register to vote please register do it and try to vote early and yeah i was gonna say vote early um there's websites that you can go um, on and get like your absentee ballot if you're not um, in the area that you're supposed to be voting for or voting at. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of information out there. We just have to find it and use it appropriately. Be the change. Please. VoteSaveAmerica.com. Use that site. It's really good. Kind of explain Vote Save America. VoteSaveAmerica.com. All right, Hillary, bring up something fun. I know you got something fun in that stash. What, what you, you got? got? What you got? What you got? What you got? <clears throat> Let's see. So the VMAs happened, but we didn't watch it. That's not fun. Yeah. I know. I was just, that's, the, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's the sentence. Okay. That's the sentence. And then, um, so Brandy versus Monica, did anybody yeah. watch? That was fun. Yeah. Kind of. Mm. It was fun for like okay. the first... <laughs> For the first, did you watch the whole thing? It was it was fun and and like. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it was fun because of the the shade. Yes, the characters, the um, the seeing like their um, frenemies, their reactions towards each other. Well, mainly Monica's reaction towards Brandy because the whole night. Yeah, it was just it was it was very it was in the beginning it was definitely uncomfortable to watch because it was just weird like vibes. The, their whole relationship in a nutshell is like, call me when you get home. Again, <laughs> she never calls. Basically, it, it, pretty, pretty much, pretty oh, much. It's like the, it's a song. Yeah, it's like without this, a boy. Yeah, they so, they literally they hate each other. It's so weird though because it's like. Brandy was throwing so much shade and Monica All like night. you could tell Monica was like there she was just like I'm just doing this for I guess to check or to like promote her um her single for the 5 out. million people that's tuned in and one, had to listen to her new song yeah, right Yeah well 1.1 um or 1.2 million people like tuned in so that's I think that's At the biggest one point and I think what is it that's like the biggest amount of people that tuned in yeah. in any verses since yeah. it started. And like so that was wait. So what was the total number for? Because I know so on it IG like, it was one point two billion. Million. I think it was one point two on Instagram. And then what was Apple TV? Wait a minute. I'll give you the. They was just posting the numbers today. So the concurrent viewers were one point two. The total viewers were four point two. Crazy. Yeah. And, and then there was one point eight. Oh, whoa, Tony, hold on a second. Do you hear that? There's a weird feedback. Yeah, there's a feedback. You hear it? Okay, there we go. We're good. That was scary. Oh, my God. Darknesses! Darknesses! (laughs) 0.8 on Apple Music. That's crazy. That's like TV numbers. Five billion impressions. A hundred million in-stream likes. And obviously the number one trending topic. And right Winter. now they have tons of songs in Apple's top 40 music yeah, and albums. Yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. I was just listening oh. to um, one of Brandy's um, songs on my way here. One of her jams? 
Yeah. Never I Say mean, Never great. Is, the, is the album for me. I, can I just say... So, yeah, it was good as far as, like, nostalgia, like, you know, the songs that you forgot that you liked. Um, between both of them, I don't, I'm not saying, like, either one of them won. I don't even think it was a thing of who wins or who loses. I think it was just a matter of having them together and just seeing the combustion. Um, Watching a train wreck? <laughs> yeah. But um, Brandy is hella annoying and very narcissistic. <laughs> Uh-huh. And it's 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 irritating. It's it's she's just her like brother. she's like literally like the Me Too person. Like if not Me Too movement, the <laughs> oh, Me Too, yeah, like Mr. To me, too. <laughs> the me Too, not the Me Too movement. To get dark no, 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 no. <laughs> she's like Mr. Me Too or Mrs. Me Too. Like if someone's like, oh yeah, like I broke my leg last week. Yeah, she's like, oh, I broke two of my legs and I still <laughs> was able to record ten songs. Like she's just like a lot, and it's just too much. Um, I never realized that about her because I don't really follow her like that. Like, I liked her music when I was younger, but, like, as a person, definitely would not be friends with her. Definitely. Oh, now you know why Monica and Monica come from the mud. Yeah. And like, Brandy was born rich. Yeah, true. She raised a Dionne Warwick, Whitney Houston. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. She came up with, yeah. And uh, Monica, I think, is just like, cooler than her and I feel like she I feel like my I feel like Brandy knows that and that bothers her Brandy's been around a lot of white people Brandy's been around a lot of niggas too yeah yeah. (laughs) it's not that she's just been around a lot I mean she's been around Snoop that's their cousins Cousins. to Snoop wait for real like real cousins yeah, just like he's weirdly music. cousins with everybody for some reason. Yeah, we talk about Sasha Snoop. Banks. Yeah, <laughs> me. Yeah, Warren oh, G. Yes. Like this nigga's cousins with everybody in LA. Yeah, he grew up. They grew up around Snoop. Um, yeah, she's been around a lot of niggas. I mean, she had that whole Tupac story. Played her fucking clip in a song. Yeah, she's, you know, just she's a lot she of- was flex. Her whole night was flexing. Just, yeah, that was her her thing. Was like flexing like, and like singing like singing monica songs but singing her songs and then like giving her like low-key shade like oh you can't sing my song too it's like shut up <laughs> shut up yeah man reciting I, poems before the songs it was just a yeah, lot the poem, the poem thing was the, that was the biggest flex but <laughs> yeah. that shit pissed me off it was like annoying flipping through pages reading shit like you've got some fucking balls bringing that damn book on stage <laughs> <laughs> fucking balls like i was oh man i couldn't believe that shit i was like the fucking theatrics here yeah like she you could tell she was just acting yeah like she knows she can't stand monica either she's like i'm gonna shit on this bitch i'm sure she told ray j that like yo and ray, <laughs> ray j was, was probably was like yo ready. mike he, he was, was like the shit pop off i'm here Oh yeah, his Instagram is lit up. It was like backstage dancing and shit, flexing. Monica just like looked so sad. Like <laughs> she was just eyes. like, "I'm here. I want to go home." Yeah, they believed it. And then she kept she kept like hinting like, "Oh, when we go on tour." And Monica's like, "I'm not going on tour with you, bitch." Like, like stop. I can't do an hour. Brandy's just trying to like capitalize on this whole thing, and it's just like I mean, a check is a check. I mean, <clears throat> I get. That, I might go but- on tour. <laughs> a check's a check. I ain't gotta talk to you. It's a lot of niggas that hate each other that have been on tours together. Yeah, but we could do a whole podcast on that. So uh I, yeah, I agree with you. They they she's annoying. Their chemistry is so fucking like you could They're, cut that shit with a knife. So yeah, weird. it was so thick in there that, that animosity <laughs> towards each other. Yeah. So anyway, that's all I have on my docket. 
Is there anything else that you wanted to discuss? Yeah, is uh Paul is totally checked out. Yeah, he's not he's no longer with us. He's trying to pay the bill. Um, I'm listening, right? Look, so I wanna if I don't know if we're done, but I just wanna get in my get my shit off on uh, Lovecraft Country. Oh my god. Finally cut off, y'all finally caught up. You guys annoying the shit out of me. Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't nobody annoyed you. It's just asked you a question. No, y'all yeah, well yeah, man, because it's well, you know, but yeah. I stopped. I let you I left you alone. I left you alone. Nah, I you let me alone because I watched the show. <laughs> no, no, even before that, I just I was like, you know what? I, I have no right talking. I'm still behind on shit myself too. True. Um. So yes. Did ep- you finish? I may destroy you. That's why I stopped talking. That's why I stopped talking. That's why I stopped talking. When when you made the comment to her about her watching, oh, yeah, that's when I stopped. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was, was going back out of this. By the way, I'm on season five, episode seven, I think, right now. So. Oh, oh you killing it? Oh, you yeah. almost said part two. I'll be done. My tomorrow. man Todd, you you in a Todd episode? I don't like there's Todd. more episodes. There's more episodes. There's like a whole nother part to season. It's like five. sixteen. Yeah. yeah, it's like sixteen. Yeah. You're at the you're you're almost at the end of part one of season five. Oh yeah, there's like there's like thirteen or fifteen or something. Yeah. Sixteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Shake it's crazy. I'll probably finish tomorrow or the day after. I would want we would we should have like a live reaction of Hillary watching this we second could do part that. of. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't do a binge mode of uh, Breaking Bad. Why yet? haven't they done a binge mode of Breaking? <laughs> they Bad? They will. I started. Uh, I don't think it's a fantasy type of show. That's why. But it's fucking. They will do something. Gonna get real Somebody is going to do something. Yeah. I just started. Just uh, I'd, I'd, I'd rather that than the wire. I'd rather that than the wire. I probably won't watch. I started out uh, Better Call Saul. Why not? Better yeah, Better Call Saul is good. Saul so good far, first like, episode in, and I'm just like, why did I not watch the show? <laughs> like, I yeah, I gotta out. finish it. I'm like on season two or three, but I, it's not Breaking Bad. No, no, no. It's still pretty good, but I, I just love it's good. I love, it's really I love good. the Saul Goodman character. He's one of the greatest. There's just so many, s- uh, so many. The, the psyche of so many characters on Breaking Bad that can go well with a binge mode. You know, just breaking down mm-hmm. all the characters. It's like, like they're all sick. Like liking a character, it doesn't mean that you like what they're doing. Like none of those characters are good characters. No, they all kill people. They're all sick. They're all. Lying. I just like the way Todd Todd acts. Like it's he's so poor. He doesn't he doesn't care. He doesn't like he's just going to work like the fucking like Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and like that is you, a psychotic person. Yeah. Oh, big time. He's you know, you know, Todd's crazy, but he's funny. Like he's like. <laughs> Jesse, you want a cigarette? <laughs> it's like it's a fucking sicko. Um, wait, I mean, you got to watch the movie too, because Todd's in the movie. He plays yeah. a big role. All right, that's that's when well, I, that's when I back. that's when I compared him to like Ramsey Bolton when I his <laughs> his part in the, the the movie. Oh yeah, because what he did in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's sick. Mm. The movie was well, awkward too because like because it's supposed to be like a flashback, but like he's clearly he's, old. He's fat, you know. What I'm saying? He's like put on weight. Him and Jesse. Jesse's thicker too. Yeah. Jesse looks like he's but Jesse. Him, yeah. But Jesse's but in the movie. Jesse's like bummy. He got like he's he's like he's on his bummy shit. Like you can't really tell because of the beard and stuff like. that. But they also don't show his old body too because he's right. gotten bigger. So it's just like a lot of headshots of Jesse. Okay. But Todd, they had to show his old body, and Todd was fat as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> It's supposed to be a continuation of season five, Jesse and it's just like Williams. you could, yeah. Um, <laughs> you remember when he was in the movie Like Mike? Oh shit, he was in that. Yeah, he was a child star too. Yeah, he's been. I think he's been in a couple other things too. He's in the. He's an Irishman too. Oh man. So yeah. So yeah, I kind we kind of like Lovecraft Country. Yeah. See, uh, episode three. Um, I literally don't know what the fuck I'm watching. Okay, so it's free, a, it's, yeah. free free cat. 
This is what the show is about. It is essentially dealing with racism in the real world and racism in the spiritual world. It is our spirits versus their spirits. That's what I think it's coming down to. Wow. It feels like a Scooby Doo type format. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a like different a monster, monster every like week. Monster of the week type shit. Um but like I was saying before, there's an underlying story going on involving but it's like the- are they? Did they go to the underworld, like so, in the other episode? Like, was that episode one or two? What episode? Were they like in the underworld with the like? I like. Sometimes I'm watching it. And I'm like, is this real or is this? Okay, so not the events real? that happened in episode one with those creatures in the woods—that really happened with those those. Okay, and then when things. they were at that the house. Closed. Okay, and yep. then in episode two when they were in that house. Artem House. That was real. That really happened. So that was real when they. Or when his like his like a his answer. snake came out in his penis like so that was what, real. No, so what was all right so what like was I, don't, I, like, okay, I don't okay so get... there, there's a lot of magic involved with the show right so does what, he have does Atticus, Atticus have powers well that's so Atticus has some sort of of connection to the original founder of that group who was a a pure blood or what or whatnot but in the scene in episode two where Atticus is fighting the Asian woman in his room. Um, Courtney B. Vance is dancing with Atticus's mother, and um, Letty is having sex with Atticus, and the snake comes out. Those were all illusions. Um, now I don't know if you remember, there was like a group of white people who were watching them in different rooms. Those were wizards, and they were like they like they were they put a spell on each one of them, yeah. so they were kind of like living like either like their fantasy or their nightmare mm-hmm. in that room. So Atticus was fighting that Asian woman. Letty was trying to hook up with Atticus, but then it got really kind of weird and fucked up. Um, And then Courtney B. Vance, who, spoiler, later died in that episode, his his vision was a little bit different. He was kind of laid back and, you know, kind of embraced what was going on, but he knew it wasn't real. Mm. Um, And then I can't think of – is it Omar from The Wire? Is that his name? Michael – K. Michael K. Williams. Williams. Michael K. Williams, yes. He plays Atticus's father, who was a complete asshole, and I love it. He plays it so well. Um, but this past episode was about Letty, mm-hmm. um, Journey Smollett, who is fucking phenomenal. Like, she... No, she's good in it. She's, 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 she's really awesome. And I think what they're doing with her, her character... Um, oh, also in the second episode, she died. She died, and then they brought her back. And when episode three picks up, she's kind of dealing with the fact that, like, yo, she just died. And, like, everything that she fucking thought she knew, like, is kind of thrown out the window. Mm Because she literally died and came back from from the dead. Yeah. Which is why I recommend you watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because there's some parallels there. But uh, neither here or there. I definitely will not. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what I'm missing out. Anyway. um, (laughs) (laughs) So, where... I say that it's it's black spiritual. I don't want to say black spirituality versus white spirituality, but that's the only like when I think of like kind of what I think they're trying to address. Um, there's a lot of kind of uh, underlying themes about kind of connections to like lineage mm-hmm. and like our kind of our history being in this country and our kind of lack of connection with that history. Um, and in this last episode. Uh, Journey Smollett, the character Letty, she buys a house in an all-white neighborhood, which right off the bat is just kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, this is 1960s fucking 
uh, America and she buys a house in the middle of fucking a white neighborhood right off the bat is completely not welcome there she turns the house into pretty much like a, 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 boarding, a, house. a boarding house for other black people to kind of you know help support them she mm-hmm. gets her sister involved and there's fucking ghosts living in her fucking house and they just so creepily and in, in, in really cool ways of kind of showing the ghosts but essentially what you find out is that this racist white guy owned the house um, he was connected to Atticus's family in that kind of cult of Adam that they're a part of but the guy who bought the house um, was experimenting on black people he was collect- he was kidnapping black people from Chicago bringing them to the north side of Chicago and doing all these fucked up experiments on them and what's crazy is that like this is shit that really happen mm-hmm. like fucking doctors and scientists in the name of fucking science like did this to fucking us yeah you know what i'm saying like what's what i love about this show there's so many like true things like like for example like there's a scene in on the episode where a bunch of kids are using a ouija board right mm-hmm. and they're in the basement and one of the boys one of the kids asks the ouija board um, he, he acts as the, the, the spirit, I'm going, on, I'm going away, am I going to have a good trip? And the Ouija board responds, no. The reason why he's not going to have a good trip is because that little boy is, is supposed to be Emmett Till. <gasps> that little boy is... I did is not a, catch that. Yes. He, oh. He's wearing the... Yeah, he's supposed to be Emmett Till. So that spirit is telling him that you're about to die. Wait, how like, do you know all this? Oh, because I'm telling that podcast. I was t- Oh, it. the podcast. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I'm like, I did yeah. not catch all of that by watching oh. that episode. Um, there was also something that they did. They, there, was a, there was a brief conversation... And, and during the party at Letty's house where there's a bunch of people dancing and they're talking about Michael. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I heard about Michael. He's coming up, blah, blah, blah. But I heard they told him he's got to change his name to Martin. And they're making, him, and they're making him marry a black woman. And they're like, but he loves white women. Like, so they're talking about Martin Luther King Jr. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that, so, I, that I caught. Yeah, now I don't know if that's true, but that's just a cool little like Easter egg just to kind of yeah. build on that whole fucking world. I mean, world. Greta Scott is like, was like 10 years older than him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he like, yeah, he cheated on her like all the time. So, um, so it's just like, there, there's like little cool things like that. Um, so yeah, so they're 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 really kind of using like real life events, just mm-hmm. like what kind of Watchmen did. With I don't know how I feel about that. What using like real life stuff for like as like I mean as like just like Easter eggs. I like that. Well, I, I mean, mean, I mean, it's, I'm I'm not mad at it, but like the Emmett Till shit though, like. I mean, listen. I, shit is I, real. That's, dude, I know it's and, real. Yeah. It's heart wrenching. Like, and, I'm, and, I'm like, not trying and, to convince. And, and like the, it's, the, it's, the it's other, dope. the other thing too is like, so like this story is also like addressing like H.P. Lovecraft, like as the person who he was. So H.P. Lovecraft, who was. Um, pretty much created like the kind of sci-fi genre that we know like he is like kind of like the godfather of it mm-hmm. um but he was a well-known fucking racist like well-known fucking racist and a lot of his stories like reflected that so with this story i look, feel the same thing with martin scorsese but go ahead mm, oh, <laughs> <laughs> i think he's been telling us and doing yeah. movies for a long time that he oh. hates black people and but we Yikes. don't care so like what's, what's cool is that like this show is kind of like it's about lovecraft and they're also kind of addressing like like 
everything that's going on is 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 drawn from the shit that he wrote like in these books so even like you know this cult of adam and stuff and the other crazy thing is that there's like a, a group of people who believe that like the shit that he wrote about was real so he talked about like thing you know creatures from like other dimensions and shit like that like there's actually like cults that have been like formed around his fucking like teachings and shit like that so there's a lot of like kind of like there's a lot of shit that they're pulling from like actual real life with these fucking stories um but they have this big kind of um climax where um letty is um she pretty much realizes that all the ghosts that are in her house are the ghosts of the black people that went missing Mm -hmm. and she winds up having this moment where she kind of comes face to face with the like the main evil in the house which was a white man and she called on the spirit of like her black ancestors or like these black ghosts to come and like help her Mm -hmm. and like i and just her whole performance and like just the performance that she gave was just fucking like that shit was powerful like i was like i was on my fucking edge of my couch like i wasn't paying and i get what you're saying it's hard to pay attention with that show like after i saw that i had to go back and rewatch it to really like kind of like take in what what i was like experiencing stuff yeah. like that but man she's fuck like i really hope she gets she blows up from this show like i hope like not saying that she's she's not you know established but i just hope she gets put into like another tier cuz Man, she's fucking killing it. No, she's killing it. it. So. Um, yeah, so it's a good show, but it's like, it really like, it's, weird. it's a you, lot. I feel like there's like five different genres in one. Yeah. And, but yeah, like it's a good show. It's just like, I really, like you really have to like use your brain. So h- how do you guys overall feel about shit that you have to rewatch in order to get it? Because I feel like. That's the best shit. Is it always I think it though? depends. I love it. I, I, I lo- not just I mean I love things that make you work to understand it like you know what I'm saying like, I do too but sometimes the payoff isn't worth it yeah I was gonna yeah that's, like, that's what happened like, with Lost like there's a reason <laughs> Lost is like that <laughs> there's a reason why I fucking watched, watched the movie that. Knives Out like a million fucking times Knives you know, Out is good you know what but that's, that's an enjoyable this, this, this stuff that, that, that rewards like re- repeat repeat view I felt Watchmen was the same way you had to yeah. repeat it you had to keep you had to watch it multiple times each episode to understand exactly mm-hmm. what yeah. was happening I like when music does that you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. I think the best stuff I like. I don't like when people are like oh, okay I listen it was cool whatever and then to move on I like to we like to talk about that, music we like to discuss things and like you know what I'm saying and like so, and there's just certain things there's a reason why I would go back and watch I would go I would go to the movie theaters and watch a movie you know what I'm saying multiple times if I like it good enough so we can pick up like okay I watched it alright now let me go back and try and pick up on things I didn't notice before you know yeah if it's a good quality then yeah rewatching it to like really understand it I yeah. think is fine but if it's yeah if it's rewarding Sometimes it's not. Right. Yeah. Like, like Brandon said, you know, it's like, like I they, feel like I want to go home and watch in there. Lovecraft I, again. I, I will say this. Because this conversation. When I first saw Inception, I Oof. like, I kind of like, at first I fake liked it. Like I liked it because like everyone else <laughs> liked it. And I was like, I don't want to just be that guy. Um, but I really tried. Um, and then after a while, I was just like, listen, it's just, a, it's a good movie. Like for, it is what it is, but I'm just not going to fully get it. I recently watched this Someone made a YouTube video, and I'll find it and I'll send it to you guys if you're interested. But someone made a YouTube video of they took all the different, like all the main scenes from the movie, and they played them like simultaneously. Mm-hmm. 
and they showed that the movie is actually taking place at the same time. So they show when they first go into the first dream when they're driving in the van. Then when they're in the hotel, they go to the next, and like they show, like they show it in real time as it's happening. And it's essentially the whole fucking movie. It's brilliant. It's like yeah. it's just like holy shit. Yeah, like, that's, that, like it's like the whole movie takes place in like four minutes, and yeah. it's like what the fuck. Yeah, that's like, the, that's the thing with me. Like sometimes people just won't like appreciate something or like you know engage with something simply because they just don't know what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. You know, saying so, like I, I send Hillary videos all the time that she still has not watched. Like you know, this, the Cinnamon Win videos. I send them to y'all too. The Cinnamon Wins. Yeah. They're like thirty minutes and, long. They're like twenty minutes. Relax. <laughs> but it's like, still though, like like those videos, it, it like it show you like the nuances of like you know filmmaking. You know, what I'm saying what to actually look for. And like I said, I don't want to come off. I know I come off to y'all as like some type of. Try, I try to come off as some type of pre, pre pretentious cinephile. You know, what I'm saying. But now like, you know your shit. But, it's just but, annoying sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but like. You know what I'm saying These are the things I look for You know what I'm saying Like like if we listen to a song I don't want to just listen to a song Move on I want to know Who was a producer Who was an engineer Where it was recorded at And I do this I want to do the same thing With movies and stuff So like when you know What you're looking at You know so you can go back And revisit it And you see it completely different mm-hmm. Like I did that with Get Out You know so we all did that With Get Out I'm pretty sure we all Watched Get Out Multiple fucking yeah. times Once Easter Eggs And stuff came out afterward And then you see it Completely different Yeah, I, yeah. I love when movies do that I love when anything does that Give you different perspective. Like you say, like I, like I'm gonna come clean. I was completely checked out as you was going through your whole breakdown of Lovecraft Country, country until you said the thing about Emma Till. I'm like, oh shit! Now I gotta go back and watch it. <laughs> nice. So that's that. Um, oh, and I and and I owe you a partial apology. Oh, um, yeah. What Paul? So I mostly. I, I, no, I don't think I owe you an apology fully. Because no, I, I never no, said no, no I never backs. I never said that no I backs. wouldn't do it. I no. said that people wouldn't do it. No take backs. Um, but <laughs> I will be most likely going to see Tenet this weekend. Oh, now you want to go fucking okay. to, to the movie? Now, let, me, let me just say I never said that Hillary, I now? wouldn't go. Fam time. Tenet. I don't know what that this weekend. Is. Oh, it's the. Are next. you? You can't be serious. It's like the most anticipated movie yeah. of the year. It's the. It's is the it cousin like, to Inception. With um, with um, Denzel Washington's son and and Robert Patterson, directed by Christopher Nolan, the new Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, it's one of those things that the. Payoff better be there. Yeah. yeah, I hope so. The way they hyping it up. Well, you said Denzel Washington's son, so yeah, he got my, me there. My, my, uh, my brother. I don't know if I want to go to the movie theater though. That, well, well that, the, that's the, the thing. You, well, Christopher Nolan. Where Nolan's is movies. it going to be at? Uh, Danbury. Yeah, we are. Like is it Dolby like Cinema? IMAX? Yes, you, IMAX for sure. Yeah, I'm watching that movie. Is it yeah. it's Nolan? Now, it's like now, they're open? Watch it. Yeah, now it's at, they're at like 40% capacity. It's, it's hard to get tickets. That's the thing. So we're going to have to like probably is get it, no Is it IMAX or Dolby Cinema? It's IMAX. They have it at both. They have it at the IMAX and Adobe Cinema. I think I want to see this. We'll talk about about when we can actually go, but I'm going. I'm 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 experiencing that movie. For yeah, the I haven't been. I haven't. I haven't been to an it's IMAX in a long time. So. <laughs> COVID is worth it. No. I wear a mask. I mean, listen, it's called wearing a mask. There's an air yeah. conditioner going on. I'm gonna there. wear a mask while watching a movie. Why not? Yeah, Yo, I'm I'm starting to get really like like secure with my mask. Now go ahead with your apology. What you say? No, just I'm just gonna be better. <laughs> now you're I don't know if other people will, but I know I will. So <laughs> you don't owe me an apology. You owe Christopher Nolan an apology. I'm like owing him. Yo, shit. You're, like you're like you're very tough on that guy for some I'm reason. Not, no, because all right, well this is another conversation. <laughs> I don't I don't know why. It's another conversation. He's 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 like one of my th- one of my three favorite directors. I know him, Spike, and Quentin Tarantino. Do we want to uh, give any shout outs before we go? Where the fuck is Doc at? 
She, she said she she had engagement. better. She didn't want to eat with her family, so right. she went and sat and she went and ate in her room. Well, sh- shout out to Doc who couldn't be here this week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what this does for her on the intern program, but <laughs> <laughs> remember when I like never showed up? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. just whenever you wanted. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Oh, I didn't tell you this story, Brandon. What? Like I had to like kind of like help out a black dude who's about to get like mobbed by white people oh. on Facebook. Really? Yeah, like be careful, man. It's like if anything, we we can end it right here. Like arm yourselves, black people. Protect yourselves, black people. Um, yeah, I'm just waiting to see what you're gonna do here. Yeah. What are you looking for? All right, I'm gonna go ahead and tell. I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue to tell the story, but um. Oh, sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I want to tell the story. No, no, tell the story. No, no, no. It is a good story. It is a good story. I was going to end it with the. Oh, okay. Oh. Just hit it to end it and fade it out. Do that. <laughs> yeah, all right, no. All right, so this as the story goes, so like, this is chick that I know. Like, Tony, you probably know who she is. Um, she lives out in Connecticut. Like, she was a cool chick, but you could tell she's 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 white. You know, it's like I said, you you white white like the white your white friends they find these moments in pockets to let you know just how white they are. So like, um, you know how like like you know how Facebook they'll be they'll post up a person's picture like oh this person's like this person's like been hanging around parks. Be careful for this guy. Da da da. Mm-hmm. Like so, uh, some white dude out in this town called Wingdale. It's a town I work in too, quite Wingdale. often. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very conservative, very white. Yeah, um, some dude. So yeah, some dude put out put out a picture of this black dude who's just on his phone. He said, "Yo, everybody, everybody in the town, in the, if you live in the town of Wingdale, this guy right here, he's been looking and going inside of cars. You know, saying he's pretty much saying, let 'Let's go get him.' La da da da. So this person I know reposted it, and I was like, I instantly saw what was happening. I said, first of all, Wingdale." That's an incredibly racist town. There's no black people in there. There's, there's absolutely no fucking black people. So I know exactly what's going on. It's just a dude on his phone. So I called I I called him out on. I said, "Yo, this is Cap. You know what I'm saying? That's an incredibly that's an incredibly conservative town. There's no black people and you is the one black person and then you're scared of it." And more p- mad people start jumping in. Mm-hmm. They said, "Yeah, that's such and such. His dude's name is Howie." He said, "Yo, that's Howie. Yo, that's his father. Like he he works at this he works at that at that dealership, his, his father owns it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? The yeah, guy was sure. like, the guy's like, no, I seen da da da, and then other people jo- jo- joining in on this shit too. So I, so and then, yeah, so they started posting up his pictures. They posted like his his Facebook profile. Mm-hmm. I go on his Facebook profile, and I. I, I messaged him on on Facebook Messenger. I said, "Bro, I don't know if you noticed or not, but it's a group it's a group of racist ass white people right now currently talking about coming to, coming after you. You know what I'm saying? They got your picture up, this and the third, and everything. Like he didn't say anything to me. He just popped up in the chat. He's like, okay, how he's here now? You know what I'm oh. saying? He said, "Yo, if y'all guys want to come for me, just I'm letting y'all know I'm strapped. I work here. This is my father's shit, and please believe I'm going to the police with this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, oh shit, yeah. So like, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I, I saw what was happening. I had to, I had to intervene. So I'm glad it turned out the way it did. And apparently, the dude was contacted by the police and stuff because he still went on Facebook talking about, yeah, man. He he didn't even tell the police the whole truth. You know what I'm saying? He did call the cops on me. He didn't even tell them the whole truth. Da, da, da. Wow. So yeah, shouts to his dumbass. <laughs> 
We yeah. gotta protect each other out here, man. Yeah, it's, man. Be you, fucking safe. Yeah, and it, it just dis, it's just disappointing me to, to me because the the chick I know that like mm, reposted, that re- yeah. she has black kids. You know what I'm saying? She has black kids, and she just didn't instantly pick up on what what exactly was happening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She just you know she's just you know she's like in her fucking probably she's about almost forty. She has to be. You know, because I've known her for like for a long time, and she was damn near thirty when I met her. So she has to be closer to her forties. But yeah, like it's just sad. Like you know, what I'm saying there was no fucking vetting process. There was like she didn't question anything. She just just went right. She just she just she just she just she just reposted it. You know, and that's how and that's how shit happens. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. like you know, and I just need people on Facebook stop trying to be um, emboldened to like. They were trying to be a vigilante. They were trying to be vigilante. Just trying to be a vigilante. Just everywhere. They need to stop doing that everywhere. Yeah. You know, that's none of their business. I mean, that's a lot of the, the bullshit that we're in right now is because they think that that's their right mm-hmm. to like stop a black person. Like you go back to, you know, the people who called the police on the young boy, Tamir Rice, because he had a fake gun. They were and even in that call. It was just like, oh, he has a fake gun. But, you know, I don't know. And, you know, now that little boy's dead or, you know, Trayvon Martin, because this fucking guy wants to be a fucking vigilante. Mm-hmm. Um, just cut it out. Um, it's uh, the guy that it? was jogging. Amir, yeah, fuck, just mind your business. Yeah. Why, 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 white people can't mind your business? Black people just can't walk around, but, but then, just being yeah. aimless, like smoking it's weed. Always, and, oh, you're always doing. They're always looking suspicious, doing something wrong. So but let's then they're they're quick to turn around and have a here. fucking fit because they have because you, they won't serve you because you're not wearing a mask. Yeah. Like the fucking they, they really got some fucking audacity. <laughs> yeah. Fucking nerve. It's you like, know, it's like nerve. the audacity of, you know, I know that was the book Obama came out with, the audacity of America, but it's really the audacity of white people. Yeah. Like, For real. You know, it's just, they really do have some fucking gall about the white, white audacity. People. Yeah, the balls on them. You know, like they really believe like, yo, you're black. I don't feel comfortable. You're a suspect of something. Mm -hmm. You're guilty of something. You have to be. I don't know what it is, but you're guilty. (laughs) You, Yeah, exactly. You have to be because I don't feel right about you. Like, bitch, I don't feel right about you. A lot of them steal from Target. I'm just keeping it real. A lot of them are Karens at heart. They break into zoos. They go inside the, the lion's they, cages. Yeah. Like <laughs> they do, really they do a lot shit. of shit that ain't right, man. Like they jump off of roofs into pools. They're the ones <laughs> doing dumb shit all Listen, the time. They're whole, they're one of the dumbest races. No banks and shit. Night, no clothes on. <laughs> they're one of the here. dumbest races of, <laughs> uh, that's walking on Earth. <laughs> Americans. <laughs> not all, not all. I like some of you. I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm not even gonna front like I don't. I got a lot of white friends, <laughs> but, but, uh, but the rest but of as most, but most. I say, I don't. I say all, but most. I said not but all, but most. I'm not gonna say most because uh, listen, there's a good amount. There's a good amount. <laughs> the mo- most of it. There's a life. lot of you motherfuckers. <laughs> most of and you guys. The the problem I I have with them, and I don't want to just keep going off the tangent. <laughs> They don't do the shit to each other like no. the way you do. Call, I mean, call the cops on your friends. <laughs> They're the fucking real criminals. Yeah. Call the cops Listen, on them. They are quick. Everybody that's in the trailer park that's doing the wrong thing, that's stealing. They are quick you know, to that shit on gas. the cops when it comes to other white people. Yeah. They are quick to shit on them when it comes to other white people. And y'all got the most white on white crime. Why y'all don't talk about that? Why y'all don't talk about the shit y'all be it doing? Makes them look bad. Why would y'all do, do some dumb shit. Just a dumb race. Sick of y'all shit. 
You made me Dumb think of this, this video of um, this guy. I think it was in Los Angeles or California, somewhere in California. That um, he was drunk driving. He like sideswiped oh, like a bunch of cars. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw that. They called the police. Um, he was literally stumbling outside while the police <laughs> were just like looking at him like. Whoop. I guess they were talking to whoever called the police, and they're like, "Well, you're okay, right? He didn't hurt you." Everybody's fine. And they're like, do you not see the cars here? Do you not he, see him? Stumb <laughs> he stumbled away, like a block away. And they were like, are videotaping him, like stumbling across they, they the street. Yeah, they let him walk, they let him they let walk him quote walk. unquote, walk home. Yeah. But imagine mm. if that was a black man. Mm. Well, we, can, we don't have to. He'd be dead. Yeah. Not imagine. If yeah. it was a black man, he would be dead. Period. <laughs> This is America. So that's exactly. another example of the audacity of slipping up. the one that was cussing out the cops. No, not that you one. Know, wasn't it? No, but I'm just saying his video was out there, too. They oh, cussing yeah, out yeah, the cop. Yeah. They ain't do shit to him. I seen one fight the cop back. They ain't do shit to him. A lot of them take their the cop's gun or taser yeah. to get away with the taser and just Come walk on, off. Paul. It's all right. Calm down, Paul. It's all right. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Paul, Paul, Paul looked a little no. worried. He was like, no <laughs> way. That was, I'm right here. That was Paul as in a white man, Paul. I probably should have picked another name, Jim. No, no. Like, it's very indicative of, like, my current personal situation. Yeah. yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little too close. Of, yeah. His name, his <laughs> name opens. That was a little that for a, 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 Like a blog post. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got to write that down. We got to upload that to, like, New York Times yeah. or something. Yeah, I had a, like, the 1,000th time I was... Oh, yeah, and that lady, too. Amy Cooper. Yeah, that fucking bitch. What'd she do? I hope she's somewhere she sitting in the, the fucking um, coop cops on the nest. Oh, yeah, watcher yeah, yeah, guy. Uh, uh, on the bird watcher. You know, that and that like bird watcher, dude, we ain't forget about you either. Fucking forever. He gets a DDT, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, we ain't forget about you, oh, bird watcher, Oh, because he came dude. back and, you know, said, oh, I don't, I don't feel... I don't charges. Yeah, it's not just about you anymore, my guy. Yeah. That was nah, I'm sure they dealt with him in Brooklyn. I'm sure they dealt with him. Come outside. We ain't gonna hurt you. We'll show you a new bird. Knock this. Fucking throw a dead Pigeon at his face. <laughs> Smack him nah, yeah, exactly. As soon as you go watch a bird, he slap the sandwich out of his hand. <laughs> Fuck out of here, nigga. Slap his binoculars around. <laughs> you belong to us. Now that's a lot. We got we got a lot of people on our side too that jigabooing. I seen Herschel Walker out there in the RNC. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, just being a jigaboo. Like, how much they paying you, my nigga, to sell your soul? Not enough, you know, to talk about everybody up there saying that he oh he's such a kind hearted person. Oh, he has so much empathy for for the fan. Then he goes up there and say something complete opposite. Like, yeah. Stop lying for this nigga. Stop lying for him, yo. Like he's talking about if you vote for Biden, it's gonna be chaos, this world's gonna go crazy. It's like nigga, it's what's going crazy now. Chaos. Now? Yes. Like, what do you mean? That's what's been you so confusing sick about sick son this. of a bitch. Look yeah. outside your you're window. you're talking about fixing the country from the problem you created. Yeah. Like like this wasn't created by anyone else other than you. And you're the one that has the power right now. He keeps saying, what is Biden going to do? Nigga, what are you going to do? Exactly. You're the one that's in charge in right now. fucking office right now, you ass. Yo, I saw, I saw, this, uh, I saw this, this quick clip. He was doing an interview with some, uh, someone from Fox News, and he was talking about the officer 
that piece of shit that shot Blake uh, Jacobs. And he was, you know, he was like, oh, you know, it was, you know, it was uncalled for. Like, why didn't he just wrestle him down? And, you know, he was like, you know, oh, pe- yeah. he was like, people choke, you know. It's like, you know, during the You're PGA tour. And, the, yeah, golf. And the lady was like, whoa, 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 whoa. She was, like, she was like, oh, yeah, like, don't do that. <laughs> like, don't <laughs> compare. They're going to eat you up if you say that. <laughs> I was like, yo, how can you guys fucking sit there, sit there and just and fucking cap for him like on national fucking TV? It's just so clear. And he's so quick to shit on them. Mm -hmm. Ah, man. This motherfucker. But guys, this felt good. I'm glad we got to do this. Yeah. Nothing. (laughs) I'm trying to share.